This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 907, Five Ways to Connect with Your Community, and A Simple Guide to Overcoming Obstacles by Tammy Strobel of RowdyKittens.com, and my very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. And if you ever wanna suggest an author for the show, let me know. I'm always open to check out writers who might be a good fit. I actually have a new one coming up on Thursday that I'm really excited about. He's actually quite well-known, but you'll have to wait until Thursday to find out who that is. But in the meantime, if you do wanna suggest anyone, come by oldpodcast.com. And before we get to today's post, hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter, where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash old. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Five Ways to Connect with Your Community by Tammy Strobel of RowdyKittens.com. A number of studies have shown the declining number of people involved in their communities. Some speculate that this is correlated to a growing sense of isolation and unhappiness in the United States. Living a small lifestyle promotes community involvement and offers a variety of solutions to the land of dissatisfied American consumers. How can a small and or minimalist lifestyle be a solution to this problem? Consider the suggestions you're about to hear to reconnect with your community. Number one, reshape your work life. A great way to find community is by reducing your working hours and volunteering with community groups representing issues you care about. It's easy to see why many Americans feel isolated from their communities when they typically spend eight hours a day alone in a cubicle, then drive home alone to a big house and partake in our favorite analgesic, watching TV. I don't think any of these activities are inherently bad, but they don't promote community involvement or a flexible lifestyle. Your day job doesn't have to be your only identity. You are more than your job. You are part of a community. So how can you become more active if you are still working 40 plus hours a week? If you work in a cubicle forest, talk to your supervisor about working from home or reducing your work hours. A majority of office dwellers can complete their work remotely. People don't need to be tied to their cubicle to produce stellar work, and many corporations recognize the importance of community service. The internet has changed how organizations do business and view local and global communities. Best Buy's programs are an excellent example of reshaping work culture. Number two, rethink transportation. Selling one or all of your cars is good for your wallet and community. One less car on the road means less smog and more friends. Selling a car will open up endless possibilities. How can this be? Going car-free forces you to expand your network of friends and allies. For instance, instead of driving alone to the office, you can carpool, take the shuttle, or the bus. A few of my friends live in a suburb outside of Sacramento and either carpool or take the bus to work. Both of these amazing women are extremely happy with the money and time they have saved in addition to the strong friendship they've developed by commuting together. Number three, start exercising. Exercising is a great way to create community and spend time with your spouse or friends. Instead of working out at your home gym, sell the equipment and join a fitness group or look into joining a gym, local running club, or some kind of interactive class. If you can't afford the time or money a gym membership or class require, incorporate exercise into your errands. Start running, walking, or biking with your spouse or friends to the grocery store, post office, etc. 
This is an inexpensive activity that improves relationships and builds community. Number four, rethink time. Downscaling and disconnecting from consumerism is one way to free up your time and reduce debt. Rather than working lots of hours to pay for a big house and recreational shopping, you can use that extra time to volunteer or connect with friends and family members. Number five, live small and think big. Living a small lifestyle is about more than cute homes or counting up possessions. It's a movement connected to broader social problems like consumerism, cycles of debt, global warming, and poor community services. It's about re-examining our lives and how our daily choices affect local and global communities. And I have another post coming right up, but first, thank you again to ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done ziprecruiter.com slash old. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash old. That's ziprecruiter.com slash O-L-D, ziprecruiter.com slash old. That's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. A Simple Guide to Overcoming Obstacles by Tammy Strobel of RowdyKittens.com. What's the biggest obstacle you are facing right now? I asked my Twitter followers that question a few weeks ago when I received a range of responses, including paying off my debt, overcoming fear and self-doubt, balancing my various to-do lists, acquiring the funds to follow my dreams, and being more disciplined. Most of my time is spent trying to overcome obstacles similar to the ones you just heard. I've discovered that surmounting any obstacle means you have to look for solutions. Personally, I tend to make things too complex. So by focusing on four simple strategies, I've been able to conquer a lot of problems from small to big. I've applied the following strategies to many hurdles, including writer's block, paying off debt, and overcoming my eating disorder. Number one, surround yourself with mentors. Mentors can be trusted advisors, teachers, or close friends, and the relationship can be formal or informal. Broadly, mentors help mentees set important life goals, provide coaching, and listen. By doing all of these things, mentors can help you overcome tremendous obstacles and establish simple priorities. Mentors have guided me through some of the best and worst times of my life. For instance, overcoming my eating disorder was a huge obstacle, and getting better didn't happen overnight. Thanks to mentors, I was able to get the help I needed. They listened and prompted me to take one small step every day. Number two, write. Writing every day is one way to let go of stress, tension, and start developing solutions to your troubles. Number three, read. Reading is a powerful medium of communication because it has exposed me to new ideas. As a result, I'm always inspired to make meaningful changes in my own life. Pouring over a variety of books and blogs convinced me that downsizing might be a good idea after all. Revamping your life means you have to take action. Nothing will change until you take a first tentative step. Number four, 
Focus on taking micro-actions. Micro-actions are a huge part of my life. For example, when we were $30,000 in debt, paying it off didn't seem like an option. I remember telling Logan, we might as well buy a new car and we're never gonna be debt-free, so a little more debt won't hurt. There are a lot of troublesome undertones to that statement, but the important point is we finally realize that there are always alternatives. Paying off $30,000 was a big obstacle and we didn't think it would be possible. We had to give up some comforts in the short run, but we knew that changing our habits would benefit us tremendously in the long run. So we examined the problem and broke it apart into small micro actions. Some of the micro actions included reducing our rent by moving to a smaller apartment, selling the cars, making a budget, canceling the cable, and following a $25 rule. If something costs over $25, Logan and I have a conversation about the proposed purchase. We didn't do all of these things at once. We focused on one micro action at a time. By doing so, we were able to prevent overspending and impulse buying. If we had not gradually transitioned to a new process, paying off our debt would have become too overwhelming, and I have a feeling we would have given up instead. Parting words, rather than looking at an obstacle as something dreadful and horrible, be lighthearted and remember you can surmount any barrier with a little bit of time and patience. You just listened to the post titled Five Ways to Connect with Your Community and A Simple Guide to Overcoming Obstacles, both by Tammy Strobel of RowdyKittens.com. And I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great day and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll hear a post from Ramit Sethi and where your optimal life awaits.